<laughs> All right. Well, let's kick this episode off. This is episode 43 of yes. the Sound Flick Podcast. Bam, 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 bam. We are in studio. Back again. Yeah. Shout out Productive Culture. Thank you for having us here. Oh, and I'm with my wonderful co-stars, my guys. Over in front of me is... Skywalker Mike. And next to him is... Hey guys, it's your boy, Young Flacco. Ace is here. Young Cine, man of many nicknames, but that's okay because I claim them all. There you go. Hey. And it's your boy, Narik. That's cool. And we have a special guest with Ooh, us during this podcast. Special. Very special. Because special. we're going to be talking about DC. You know, you know what's funny? <clears throat> I introduced yourself before. No, I'm, I'm going to introduce him. It has to build up, bro. We're talking about DC. DC. That is Zack Snyder's universe. The Snyderverse. So we had to bring a DC aficionado to the table with us with Soundflip Podcast. I just want to say this man has a Batman tattoo. I mean, he does. There you go. He does. I knew he was official. Bruce Wayne himself. Probably has his own Alfred. <laughs> Honestly, I've been to his house. He does. There you go. Seems dilemma. Go ahead and introduce yourself, my man. What up, everybody? My name is Diesel Five Thousand and One, aka Luke Bage, and I'm. Hey. I'm it's conflict of interest. Here. It's a conflict of interest. I know. I know. It's I know. A Marvel I, thing. I bring, I bring in the enemies. <laughs> stuff over. Oh. Luke Bage in the flesh. Good to see you, my man. Thank you. Likewise, I'm, I'm thrilled to be on there. I've been waiting for a long time. We've, so, oh, yeah. we've, we've, we've been discussing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Time. So, yeah, I get a, I get a so, DM from Diesel once a month. Is it time? Is it time? <laughs> hey, can I be on? Can I be we, on? We, we shined on? the bat signal. And he, we did he shine. Last week, I, I like just that. hit him. I hit him out of the blue. I was like, the time is coming, Padawan. <laughs> he just sent me a question mark. I was like, you free next Tuesday? <laughs> you should have just sent him a gif of, of the bat signal. Yeah. Look, I stood up and looked at the sky. It's like, Whoa, where's it at? There it is. Except it was just a smog in the deal. <laughs> it was just a smog I, in the I slowly, slowly spun around in my chair <laughs> just to see it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, welcome uh, all of our listeners and all of our viewers. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Sound Flick Podcast. Uh, we have a wonderful podcast for you guys today. We are going to be talking about the four-hour-long Zack Snyder's Again, Justice four hours. Again, four-hour-long. The longest comic book movie of all time. Even he topped himself, y'all. Yeah, he topped himself. So um, we're gonna just uh, we're gonna dive into it. We hope that you all have watched it. I'm sure you've seen a ton of articles about it because it's pretty much been nonstop. And um, if you haven't watched it already, you should watch it and uh, come back and listen to this. Yeah, come back and listen to this because we're gonna be we're we're gonna be spoiling. I mean, yeah. there's not really much to spoil it. Already I mean, it already came, came out, out. But right? the thing that we're talking about is the things that. DC basically took away from us. Yeah, there's true. Or WB, rather, because they took away There is Snyder's two vision. hours worth of spoiling if it's you didn't true. watch the first two hours before. So, That's true. That's yeah, true. So, yeah. so before we dive straight into it, um, how you guys doing? How you guys doing? How's how's the week been? Everything's good. been good? It's been a week, sir. Pretty okay. chill. It's been a week. Fantastic. I feel it. Has there been any uh, pressing news that you guys want to touch on? Movie-wise, anybody yeah, been to guys, the theater? Oh, yeah. You know what? The movies are back open, and I was upset. Mm. I wanted my pickle cuts. Didn't have any. So Come it on, was man. the concessions that you were disappointed with. So you're not... No, why but, are you complaining? No, you can look, get man, those anywhere, First off, really? I wanted my pickle cuts. Part Pick, of, they pickle sell cuts. those? Pickle cuts. They sell those at explain, sell? explain to me. Explain to the audience what's a pickle cut. They're pickle chips, where you're basically you're getting the pickle already chopped up for you. Like you kind of do it like... Is it deep Are fried? they breaded? It's not. No, they're pickles. 
So, like, so they're wet. Home. Yes, they are. So, okay. So they take, the one, they take one pickle, chop it up, and charge you the price of five pickles. No, it was only three bucks. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Pickle well, chips you is could only go three bucks. buy thing. a pickle chip jar like at the store. You can just buy a pickle Bring at the store yeah, the and chop is, it up. I want to support my local theater that's and true. buy these pickle chips. I didn't know they just sold pickle chips. That's a little weird side item. If, in, if in it mind. was deep fried with like a sauce, kind of makes sense. But also, like, like aside from the concessions, um, Be Back to the Theater was cool. I went to go see Boogie. I don't know if that's the movie I probably should have returned to, but also at the same time, no. there's no other really like Chaos Walking. No. I don't that's know. that's Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland. Seems, I mean, that's pretty blockbuster right seems, there. I'm surprised yeah. you didn't go see that. Well, first off, rest in peace, pop, uh, rest in peace, pop smoke. Pop smoke Absolutely yeah. right. Um, but the movie was cool. I won't get into Boogie. I'll probably go on my Instagram and like kind of talk about it and yeah. be like, yeah. But being back at the theater was cool. You can tell that those chairs haven't been used in a year. Mm-hmm. Like I, put, I, I elevated my feet and like. Thing was just like falling off the side and Sheesh. just wasn't. Oh like, dang! No, no upkeep, yeah. huh? Yeah. No upkeep. Uh, basically. Like you remember when we went to AMC to go watch Tenet, and it was yeah. kind of like you you bought four seats, and then those two at the end are like yeah. blocked off. Yeah, um, Harkins is a little bit different. It's only two, right? Yeah, it's basically two seats. So with us, we bought like two, and then there's some empty spaces, and mm-hmm. then two. They're just like, oh, you guys can like sit together, just move like the caution tape. I was like, caution tape. There's caution tape. Yes. What? They just use the caution tape to basically block it off. They didn't have so there's else. yellow caution tape on the seats while you're watching the movie yeah, that's reflecting ca- off of the light from the movie. Did, did that distract you at all? No. Well, the caution tape was like on the seats, so nobody sat there. Gotcha. I mean, you that's gotta, trash. I mean, the caution tape, like, I don't know why. That's we were the cautious trash. of the Rona, but still. So it's like, like a, a, a placeholder? It's basically like, a placeholder, so. but they're just like, oh, you can remove it if you guys all want to sit together since you're all here together. They should put like crash test dummies that like sit in the seat. To separate people. Or mannequins. You yeah. know, or mannequins. So you, you just right. look like you're sitting next to somebody so you don't have to feel lonely. I would look cardboard but, cutouts of superheroes and movie characters. Yeah, you know but I mean? you know, it's you're sitting next to someone who won't take your popcorn. Yeah. Right. You know? Unless they do key. take your popcorn, then I'm getting my money's worth. Then you're Will Smith from I Am Legend. Hey. And you got to shoot him. Yeah, that's a demon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on the Android, I, I think I'm just going to stick to driving for now. Okay. I'm chilling. I like driving. Dang. So you were turned off from the movie uh, theaters. That's yeah. crazy. I'll be gone. I, I was going to go yesterday, but um, yeah, I just didn't go. Yeah, I, I, I think, didn't buy my tickets. I think I'm going to stick to AMC for now. Harkins was like, again, it was pretty mid for mm-hmm. like going back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, their systems were down too. And they made me buy another loyalty cup. I didn't even get to use my 2021. Dang. Did you, you bought one? I before? bought a 2020 loyalty cup. 2020? My- yeah, yeah, like a 2021, oh, yeah. but not 2021. You bought <laughs> so last year before shutdown, I bought a 2020 loyalty cup. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I didn't get to use it last year, so I brought it with me with the assumption that I can use it. No, you were wrong. Yeah, it's they told a movie me no. Theater. Come on, they need to make. Well, first money. they, they told to me make no. Every amount of money right now. Yeah, they they told me no. I was like, okay, whatever, I get it. I'll buy another one. Mm-hmm. Cool, whatever. Yeah. Um, I couldn't use any of my reward system, and they're like, well, if you uh, our, our systems are down, but if you want to go claim your rewards. Just go to guest services and then you'll see your rewards points in the next five to six business days. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, it's not worth it. I'm going to my movie, whatever. Gotcha. But also like, you know how they scan like your ticket and all that? Mm-hmm. They had some old man just like taking down your ticket number or writing it down. And like, okay, you're, you're free to go. Mm-hmm. Like their scanners don't work. Or anything. So like, I don't think they're as prepared as they should have been. Gotcha. But, I mean, 
Yeah, that that's a little unfortunate. I feel like a lot of people it's the have, first week back. Yeah, you know, yeah. But also, but they need to get it together though. Like, yeah. Just like you would assume, you have a whole bunch of kids that graduated last year, and this is their first job. There's a lot of training Maybe. going on when I went as well. This is true. So I don't know. It was kind of just like, well, yeah, a lot of people aren't going to stick around. Like, I can't wait to Harkins. It was funny. Back. One of my oh, homies, that's a supervisor there, was still there. <laughs> I was like, oh, bro, you're still here. He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I mean, good for him. I'm glad he wasn't furloughed or didn't lose his job. Yeah, that's you know? him. But, um, in other words, don't it. rush back to the theaters. Take don't rush back to the theaters. <clears throat> Enjoy your time at home as you should have been, like the Soundflick Boys. Elevate your movie watching yeah, experience. There's still at home. some good movies coming out, like on HBO Max and Netflix, that are going to be slated to come out in theaters. So if, yep. if you want to save some money, you already got that subscription. Then yeah. Just, Kong vs. Godzilla. Yeah, I, I might go to the theaters for that one. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'll probably go to the theaters. It's, it's pretty crazy because, like, I wanted the theaters to open up for so long. And then I got accustomed to just watching movies at home. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. I hate to be that guy, but I'm just kind of like. I don't have that sense of urgency anymore. I'm going to just watch it at the I crib. Do. Like, yeah, I could depends. watch, like, three movies at one time. I think or it, not at one time, but, like, you know, in succession and right. not have to pay for them all. So. For me, it just depends on the movie itself but that's and then some movies aren't hitting uh streaming platforms it's kind of weird yeah only hitting um well they're gonna miss out on revenue for sure like every movie now unfortunately you have to like chaos walking yeah you gotta hit streaming right immediately like give us the option because now we know that the option is there yeah um i mean if the snyder cut was in theaters i would have went no you wouldn't have yeah, I would have. No, you, you wouldn't have. No. None of us were conditioned to sit in a four hour movie prior to COVID. Now we're like, oh, yeah, we could do that because we've been I binging mean, WandaVision I'd've, for I'd've a whole day. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I'm going to leave mid movie. Like, I'm not, I might as well just stay. Ladies and gentlemen, this man's a liar. Restroom. Me and Skywalker went to go watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and he fell asleep. Uh, this man's a liar. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. It, but it was late. It was like almost midnight. It was like almost midnight. When we yeah. went. All them slow motion scenes in the Snyder Cut would have put me to sleep, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, this is beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I would not be able to I do probably, that. I probably would have fell asleep. Probably would. I don't know, but I would have attempted to 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 go see it for four hours. But I know they're not. They're probably not going to release it. No, they would never. Or, the The pandemic helped Zack Snyder a lot, um, in even allowing this to happen because they wouldn't have commissioned a four hour movie. Like, right? They just wouldn't. Wouldn't they? Wouldn't well, take that chance. Do it for free? Did he just end up just like? Forget the bag. I'm just going to do it. Yeah, pretty much. He didn't get paid for it. All the money that was put towards the movie was like towards the movie. Right. You know, yeah. I'm sure that there was probably some finagling. Somebody got something out of it. But right. um, yeah, he came out of pocket for that. Really. Yeah. Yeah. They just they did it out of for the love, you know. Right. And a lot of fans raised money uh, for it. True. I forgot. About did they that. have a GoFundMe? I have no idea. Hmm. But I remember like it was I think it started in New York. And like they got enough money to get a billboard, and then after that they got more supporters from all over the world, and everybody just wanted it. And DC was like, "All right," and it was already done. The Snyder Cut was done, but the money that they raised and all that was pretty much, I think, for promotion mm-hmm. for CGI touch-ups. And Jesus, imagine, well, they, they, man, imagine if those touch-ups didn't happen. Bro, they asked him well, not to would, film. And at the end, he filmed more scenes. He filmed more. So, like, it wasn't completely done. I mean, he even wanted other characters and 
they're like, no. The licensing we, for that? Yeah. We can't, we can't do that because no, we have. No, there's no they licensing. Have, they own them. Yeah. They, and the, they uh, just didn't want them to use they them. They just have ideas for those characters in uh, the future. Oh, you mean the bad ones? Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I, I Green know. Lantern. Right. Even, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We had a Green Lantern, didn't we? Just one. Well, yeah. actually, no, we had two. Don't forget. We had there's two. There's room for more at the table. Ooh. There was one that was dead in the nightmare scene. Oh yeah, and it was on the ground, and you know the nightmare scene. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to that. You know what? Right? Let's just uh, let's just get into it, boys. All right, let's uh, just thoughts overall. I guess I, we're already kind of talking about it, but well, how'd you guys feel about it first? Like before you even saw the Zack Snyder one, how'd you feel about watching Justice League? Just well, let's let's not be itself. rude. We have a guest. Yeah, let's you, ask let's ask the sir guest. Diesel Five K One. You are, if not the biggest DC fan that I know. You're you're just an overall nerd. You're yeah. Nerdy. What did you think about so the going on Josh, with that? Joe Sweden. Cut. For, first of all, I take nerd as a term of endearment. Yeah. So, you're welcome. So thank you. You're welcome. Um, I didn't mind the Joe Sweden one so much when it first came out. This is what we had, but after seeing the Snyder cut, which is the original upgraded version, yeah, I I never want to watch. Just we done, we done with we didn't yeah. <laughs> again, <laughs> again, know? again. No, he's, yeah, he's not touching Marvel or DC no he, more. I, I don't think so. Yeah, he cut out so much stuff that was that could have made the movie be respected. Because you know, it's, it's not like this is the first Justice League movie. This is like number three in a trilogy yeah. of movies mm-hmm. that have come out with you know, culminating to hey, now we got. Just like the Avengers, we have yeah. the ensemble cast of the Justice League, mm-hmm. which they can spin off into their own movies off of that instead of going the you know, Marvel route. Whatever. Sort of doing mm-hmm. So like, um, it, it just it, it boggles my mind that that WB just didn't have the balls to stick with them and have the patience. And by all means, he went yeah. through he went through yeah. a tragedy. I, I yeah. think yeah, DC yeah. just has bad luck with a lot of their titles. But I mean, yeah, I think they should have been a little bit more patient with Snyder. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were in they were. Trying to go head to head with Endgame, I think I remember. Yeah, yeah it's 2017 with Infinity War. Yeah, so they, I mean, they really wanted it out. It makes sense, but it's, it just hurt. It, it hurt themselves. Yeah. You know, there's nobody liked that movie. I mean, well, they couldn't hold back the movie because of the tragedy. Yeah, as far as hmm. the studio is concerned, they were just like, "You're not finished with it yet, but you're obviously not in a place to complete the movie." Right, and we can't shelve it for a year or two because. A lot of that just wasn't unheard of, or it was unheard of. Now time, yeah, we have yeah. like a Black Widow film that's like two years yeah, it's too late be, be done, and we're, we're still fa- not going to get it. Fa- yeah, we're in phase five. Exactly, phase four. four. Yeah. yeah. So now, like the behaviors have <laughs> by changed. This time it's going to come out by phase five, <laughs> right? The behaviors <laughs> mm-hmm. have really changed. So I want to yeah. ask you, Diesel, how did you? F- where? When did you hear about release the Snyder cut? Like. When did that kind of hit your timeline and you were you were rocking with it? I want to say early last year. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wait, there's a different version of the movie? There's a different cut of it. And like, and I've always been a fan of Zack Snyder's work. Like, yeah. I wasn't really a big fan of Sucker Punch, but I liked what he did visually with, mm-hmm. with everything that he does. Mm-hmm. From Watchmen, 300, everything that he touches, I've been a big fan of. It's like, oh, okay, let me see what it was. Because Justice League was kind of, eh. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm 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 diehard, so like I'm, I'm sticking by it. I'm like, okay, well, I liked it. It was good for two hours. Like it should have been a lot longer because every other movie before that was you know, like yeah. two hours and thirty minutes mm-hmm. or three hours with extended mm-hmm. versions. Uh, so I, I I just felt like 
why didn't they why didn't they give him the go-ahead? You know, yeah. like there had to be something with it. Cause WB, like, I don't know if you've ever been by WB Studios. It's it's an eerie place. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> in the Hollywood Hills. WB. There's like rumors I don't want to get into, but like it's it's an eerie <laughs> place. So I'm like, okay, they definitely don't have his best interest. You know, he he suffered a great personal loss, probably yeah. the greatest he can ever suffer, you know, mm-hmm. rest in peace to his daughter. And they're like, you know what? We don't care. Mm-hmm. We right. we want to make our money back somehow. Let's let's get that hot shot guy. Yeah, Whedon. Yeah, he did the, the Avengers movie. Yeah, we'll get him. He'll he'll do it. Yeah, sure. Let's put some cute jokes in there. Hey, yeah. Bro, the I just want to say I was so happy when they took out a lot of the corny jokes from the original. Yes. Oh yeah. It just it just yeah. fits so much better. But again, we've always talked about DC tackling the grittiness, the the dark, mm-hmm. the dark side of mm-hmm. like of what they're really about. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Snyder was perfect for that too. I mean, mm-hmm. Man of Steel. Yes, had like just the tones and the aesthetic. I loved Man of Steel. Shot. Me yeah. too. I love, Man of Steel. Man, good. Yeah. Man of Steel is one of my favorite yeah. like superhero movies. Honestly, like mm. I think that it really captured uh, Superman in a really good way. I thought mm. that uh, the, like the I loved the little bit of the backstory. Like, yeah, there are a few you know. Uh, kind of narrative things that I would have been like, mm-hmm. all right, like you can choose better. Right. I don't particularly care for the actress that played Lois. I think that they could have picked someone better for that. Right. But um, I love Henry Cavill's yeah. like yeah. realization of Superman and like the look and the 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 thought process that's behind him that you can kind of see on screen of like him kind of coming to terms with who he is. And I felt like that that could have been explored like we should have already had a Man of Steel too. Honestly, right. yeah, I think uh, I was reading something today. Supposedly, like the third Justice League was gonna be pretty much a Man of Steel sequel, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. I yeah, don't know it, gonna happen with that. it's it's really interesting because um, when I with Joss Whedon's to give Joss Whedon like some sort of credit, like okay, you're put into a movie yeah. that you didn't plan, you didn't concept. You know, like right. you, you weren't there from the start. You weren't there from the start, and you're working with these pieces, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna just try and make this the best that I possibly can from right. what people know me for already. So, right, let me just take this Marvel formula that I was so successful in in the Which Avengers. We, we we went over that how they try to they they try to emulate that in Aquaman and kind of failed. Yeah, I mean, they've this. tried to emulate it ever since. You know, right. Zack Snyder is the only is the only uh, director that's bringing a different type of feel to a comic book film of this magnitude even like and i'll give credit to patty jenkins as well with wonder woman but that wonder woman was from Zack snyder's brain you know like he thought of like this is the direction that wonder woman needs to take this is the direction that aquaman needs to take and then their directors you know uh of their own respective movies were kind of like okay you know we'll move with that patty jenkins like said okay i'll go full 100 percent ahead with it and then the director of Aquaman, I think it's uh, Tran. Um, uh, don't know. To be forgot, honest, or, or Trank or something. I don't care to know. To be honest, yeah, something like that. <laughs> but you know, they shifted, and I'm sure that that came from WB oversight. Right. That's like the main thing is that WB has just had this oversight over these characters because they own them. That they're like, no, no one else. We can't do anything besides Batman. Or Superman. And, or Superman. Oh, right. And even with Superman, they're really, really picky. But Very. with Batman, like, they're all... Well, they're, they're just not... They're not built... They're, they're not the machine <laughs> that Marvel is. Because Marvel has 
Feige's hand is in everything. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. works hand in hand with these producers. Where one, we kind of talked about this in a group chat where he's building up these producers or, or these directors um, to kind of take over so that when he's done, like, we don't have to worry about it being messed up. Like, yeah. the story's kind of continuing. That that world stayed there. And then just those, of course, Black well, Panther looks different. From, and and not to, I mean? not to like, linger on with Marvel, I think the, the key thing is that Marvel has a person in place who is not necessarily directing these movies. Right. You know, so Zack Snyder would be great on the WB board and in charge of Everything. these characters. Oh, yeah, and you working know, with these directors. Working with these directors. Well, but because directing. he's right. a director himself, that's where you kind of get like, he doesn't have that power to really enforce his vision for what it's for a, what happened. But it's a dope job power title. to the people. Yeah. I, I think he's just it, an employee. The director of directors. I think it, <laughs> I think it has to do with DC owning everything mm-hmm. and the, unlike Marvel at the, you know now they kind of do but DC has always owned their properties and they really want to dive into the multiverse so mm-hmm. instead of having the Snyderverse they also want to have the James Gunn uh, his universe his own mm-hmm. universe and then they want to have um, the guy who did the the Joker movie recently and then they're doing the the new Batman now. So it's well, like, the, that's pretty, they just want, uh, it's interesting that they're doing yeah. it that way, but it works because they, they can do it. Yes. It definitely works with their characters. And that should have been the focus from the jump. Yeah. You know, it definitely should have been the focus from the jump, but it's so crazy because with Joss Whedon, when he took me watching the Snyder cut, I realized how much Joss Whedon really changed the film. <laughs> yeah. Like he was taking parts that were happening at different places and putting them towards the front of the movie in order to like create a sort of feeling or emotion that carried into other shots that like he, he reshot. And I was just kind of like, wow, like I'm getting a total different emotional vibe from some of the same scenes that I'm seeing just because they're happening in a different position within the narrative of the movie. And I thought that that was like really, really interesting. Um, because we've never seen that before. We've never seen two movies cut by two different or one movie cut by two different directors and being able to actually see them in full. A lot of recognize the the differences that you felt too were music differences. Like the soundtrack. Oh yeah, was completely different from Joe Sweden's to Snyder's. Mm -hmm. Uh, he wanted it to be more. Um, I forgot the word. Just more. Not ambient, but not just like badass. I wanted it to be dark. more like dark, deep, uh, heartfelt. I mm-hmm. guess so, right. So. It's like it is. It's just not pushing it, or like, or, or I guess orchestra, mm-hmm. orchestral is probably the word yeah. that a lot of people would look for. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of folk music mm-hmm. instead of Tea. this rock music. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, one scene that I I did notice the biggest difference. It was the same scene, but the only difference was the music was when Aquaman save the sailor and then he was going back into the sea after drinking the whiskey mm-hmm. before i think it was the white stripes and yeah. um and then after like and that was he was supposed to be like oh he's a badass type of thing mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's kind of like that but it, it's a different song it just gives it a whole different tone or they give him a little bit more importance like when he's yeah. going back into the water and the villagers came out and saying it's kind of weird yeah you know? I, I would i would ask for it every time if i was him <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, this Play this song when I walk out of the water now. Mm-hmm. Like Wonder Woman, she had a theme. Every time you oh. see her, there's the choir behind her. Which Bro, is like, it, it was kind of lit. Really it was kind of lit. I enjoy that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
because it's hers. The it's Amazons. Like, it's yeah. like the Amazons saying yeah. every time that she uh that she picked up her sword. It's similar just, to how like when Black. I mean, I don't want to keep comparing back to Marvel, but when Black Panther comes out and you hear all the Wakanda music, yeah, yeah, but, for sure. But yeah, it's yeah. really it's really interesting. And all right, so let's go through the parts of this movie. This yeah, movie was broken down into parts. six different parts. Um, so if you need a break while you're watching it, you can it's take perfect. one. I love it. Um, take a break at part four. Right? Uh, HBO man. Max, they set it up where you can kind of see the markers mm-hmm. of where the parts are going to be. Um, Yet again, why they're one of the best streaming platforms out. I mean, that's it's, hey, it's hey, arguable. Hey, save it for our next Streaming yeah, Wars episode. Yeah, we need to. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, so that, that was, I thought that that was really cool. Um, the movie was shown in 4.3 scale what was up with that imax mm. i guess imax but That's none of us have oh. imax <laughs> like, right. what am i supposed to do with that i have a 57 inch tv i mean, like, I, I would i would want to watch the movie i bet that it was very rewarding for people who had home theaters yeah that like mm. just have that giant setup and they're just like oh yeah people, like, just yeah. watching the whole thing I, i'm sure it was great yeah that kind of bothered me in the beginning but then i got i got used to it yeah i mean it, to me, it just added to this particular movie's experience. Like, mm-hmm. I'm watching this this way. Like, whatever you want to do, man, just show it to me. Show show me how, how it goes. So, part one, do we have the name of uh, of what part one is? Uh, yeah. The, the first part is just prologue. It's like nine minutes long. Okay. Yeah. Prologue. And it's just pretty much showing you what happened in BVS with, uh, I think maybe you could tell it better. Doomsday. Yeah. Doomsday and Superman and and then Lex Luthor and all that. And it gives a little bit more of some stuff that we didn't see during BVS. Um, Like when Lex Luthor... Did they they show that in BVS with Lex Luthor? In the extended cut. uh, Steppenwolf? Yes. Where Steppenwolf was basically like, I guess... Showing him the mother boxes Mm -hmm. or seeing something. It was kind of like it was a warning from the ship. Like, hey, this dude's coming. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. they've been there, before. and that was from Superman's ship. Yeah, right? yes, that was from Superman's ship, and that's how Lex Luthor made uh, Doomsday. Is he used uh, Zod's body and uh, the ship and electrical yeah. stuff to kind of create it? And they made it. Was the ship already in Star Labs at that? No, time? It, it crashed in. Um, well, no, yeah, it was. It was in Star Labs. That's the wreckage from Man of Steel. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, so they had that prologue. Didn't realize that Superman had a, a really big hole in in him yeah. uh, during that whole process. I right. was like, okay, he was a lot more messed up than I actually thought. Like, yeah. yeah, he was. So that, that was pretty interesting. And then we get into the first part. Um, what's it? Yeah, part one. Um, yeah, it doesn't say. Oh, it's uh, it's what well, I think it was not today, Batman. Uh, not today, Batman. Or yeah, where he goes to recruit Aquaman, right? Yeah, it's basically like I Batman starting to uh to get his team together and he had yeah. some conversations with Alfred, uh kind of showing that he was guilty, uh or he felt guilty of Superman laying his life down and he just has this sneaky suspicion that something bad is gonna happen. So he felt that he needed to get the team together. Um don't so, count on it, Batman. Yeah, I don't, say, don't count, count on, on it, Batman. Batman. All right, instead, not today. Don't count on it, Batman. Um, and so Batman goes and he gets Aquaman. Personally, I didn't really like 
this part of the, the movie. I know it's like just the beginning, but I was just super bored with him trying to recruit Batman or trying to recruit Aquaman. And just like the whole extended scene of like Aquaman, like taking off his shirt, going into the ocean. I'm like, fam, like you're Aquaman, like just walk in there. Like you, you it's yeah, fine. I've, I think <laughs> that's a lot of, like, I keep hearing about that scene with Aquaman walking back to the water. I liked it actually, that part. I didn't mind it. And uh, just the whole part with uh, Batman trying to recruit him, pretty much just trying to buy him. And he's pretty much not for sale. That's what he's saying the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he sucks at recruiting. I mean, he says it himself, even when he goes back to Alfred, he's like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be doing the recruiting because I kind of suck at it. He doesn't know how to talk to people. He, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, his people skills suck. Which yeah. is interesting because he's Bruce Wayne and he's supposed to be have he's supposed to have great people skills. Yeah, but he's going to a village that that he knows gonna, the language gonna, of. What are they going to do with money in that village? You well, know, I mean, that they everybody like, loves money. <laughs> yeah, but they have they, they get their food. They got Aquaman burning the fires. Him, they look at him like this bougie dude coming down there throwing money at him. You know, yeah. to to yeah. Uh, waver their loyalty. You know, he realizes that that isn't the way to do it. Mm-hmm. So he goes back to Alfred and he's like, uh, "There's only two." Still, sorry. Like, it yeah. kind of went great. Didn't really go great. I mean, he's like, yeah. fish and like, bread. Just like, hey, y'all. <laughs> he yeah. really, he like, really that is a douche. Need, he didn't really need to recruit him after that. Uh, it just kind of happened because. Um, he got attacked. Yeah, he got attacked later. Yeah. Um, he wouldn't have jumped in if he didn't get attacked. So that, which I think is a is a good position of where they put Aquaman because Aquaman has always been this the skeptic of the Justice League. The person mm-hmm. that's like, yo, I run like. A lot of this, you guys need to put some respect on my name, right? And don't just treat me as if like I don't run the oceans. Like it's it's what I do, right? Yeah. So um, I like that Zack Snyder already kind of positioned the character yeah. to kind of feel that and be the combative person, where it's like he can pop off because like you still can't really like fight him. Like he will, he will smack you up, yeah, on the low. Yeah, he gave off a real like I'm not one of your little friends type attitude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then uh, the next part after that, after the recruiting, um, well, in between that is when is that when Wonder Woman saves those kids yes. from the museum? My favorite yes. part. Yeah, I love that part. I really Which, like. I didn't know that she was the Flash, but yeah, what she is super sweet. She was moving super fast, bro. Man. She was not moving. She was fast. moving. Bro. It, it was a hundred times better fast. than the other version. She was Man. moving yeah, I was super gonna say, fast, though. I was going to say, I like this Wonder Woman under Snyder better than under the Patty Jenkins 1984. Oh, 1984. We don't oh. talk about that, man. Come on. That was a bad dream we all had, right? Yeah. At least compare it to Wonder Woman 1. Yes, yeah. that was you a know, good one. That's like a good. That. That's a good Wonder Woman. But yeah. but like, this this Snyder cut Wonder Woman, yeah, she's yeah, she's on point. Gal Gadot, she's so my fire. favorite. Is exactly what like I wanted Pleasant. Wonder Woman two to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they went the eighties route. We technically haven't gotten Wonder Woman two yet. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, Wonder not to get sidetracked, but Wonder Woman 84 could have been the same exact story without it being in 1984, and it would have been fine. Yeah. You know, it didn't have to take place in that era. I don't know why they did that, but whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think I think it's cool that Zack Snyder positioned these characters to have something that they needed to overcome. Mm-hmm. You know, Aquaman wasn't 
the Aquaman that we've seen in his own solo movie, which made it a little bit hard for me to kind of like gauge where Aquaman is is at within this movie. Um, because I'm like, dang, like you haven't taken over yet. But at the start of Aquaman, it seems like you haven't even gotten introduced to these characters that you're seeing. Well, right. The solo film, I think, was a prequel. Take- I think that happened before Justice oh, League. Okay. Really? Yeah. So then that makes me even more confused because it's like you were king at the end of the prequel yeah. film. And now you're in this Justice League movie and you're like, I'm not trying to take over as, as king. He's like, you know, I'm just I'm not- over it. He's, he just quit. He's like, yeah. I, I don't want to do this. He tried to try that for a week. He's like, eh, I'll just yeah, go to the surface. It was something more that his mom wanted. Yeah. Right. But and then he got he met his mom. Like his mom came out and in that and you know, so that's, that's where it gets pushed weird. Him again, you know, like my people need me. But I think he's really just stuck in between yeah. the surface and and the depths below. Like he doesn't feel like he belongs on either side mm-hmm. of those. So that's why like in Justice League, his brother's running things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I'll, I'll let him do it. So when uh when Aqua Alfred came to him. With his super long like hair looking like just, Walder Frey. Just glorious hair just flowing around the ocean, you yeah. know? I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he's talking Jeez. about his brother's causing this, trying to set up a, a narrative for a future film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so whatever happened to Aquaman already happened in this. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. That makes sense. All right, I could I could see that, and I would have loved that's, that's more of a more of a like more. Of, okay, I appreciate the explanation because I was really really confused of like Either seeing way, where Volko was. One was shot before the other. I, well, I know what you mean. Obviously, but I'm just kind of like, where <clears throat> where's the strings? Like, where does it actually go? And like, how come Black Manta didn't show up? Or like, why would he give the throne back to Orm after he just beat him and like they were about to go into civil war? So it was just a lot of that that wasn't quite clear to me. And I guess that's why I didn't really like his mm-hmm. particular story. His portion, right. His portion mm-hmm. of the story. But with Wonder Woman, I like how they set it up as uh, her being uh, away from the Amazons mm-hmm. um, for so long that she could have helped. Yes, which brings us to part two. Exactly. Age of Heroes. That part. Yes. Fire. So nice. Yes. That was fire. Yeah. Oh, man. How great was it to see Dark Side before he's actually Dark Side? His uh, name U- during Uxus. that Uxus is um, so. This is basically baby Dark Side, mm-hmm. but he's a G already. Yeah, he's still pretty. I mean, yeah, no, he 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 seemed powerful at that moment. Yeah, you know, and obviously he goes on to I don't know millions of years and going to other planets trying to find. What was it? The the anti life equation, equation. Mm-hmm. which came from him throwing his spear on the ground. Yeah, I had some issues with that part. For one, like that's they replaced him with uh, Steppenwolf. They they switched that part out. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm like, okay, I kind of liked it when Steppenwolf was in there. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, having the big bag getting served it's, that hard. Yeah. In the beginning, like no, no, like he doesn't even attack like that. That guy's he's one of the most strategic minds in the DC mm-hmm. universe, mm-hmm. and he doesn't just rush into the battlefield first, mm-hmm. swinging heavy. He's a dude that he walks up to you or floats up to you with his hands behind his back. Yeah. Now, someone that does that coming to a fight, you know he he can scrap. Yeah. It's know? game time. Yeah. Like oh, he's okay. Did you just you just kick his feet to his hand real quick? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like I ain't messing with him. You know? yeah, yeah. What it, what it felt like to me was that this is before he got that powerful. You know, this is kind of like him being in Steppenwolf's position, you know, mm-hmm. of being like, yo, I'm going to try and take over this world. But he has Zeus, Artemis, Ares, Green mm-hmm. Lanterns, 
Atlanteans. Like he was just kind of out of, out of Mm -hmm. his realm at that point. He was like, damn, like, okay, I can do this fight. We saw him take out a green lantern, which was pretty dope. And that was Mm -hmm. a nice little service of having the ring almost go to him and then like fly off. Cause the ring was probably like, nah, fam. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I mean, he probably would have grabbed it, but I think that he, right when he was about to grab it, he got hit. Um, Mm. In the shoulder, right by somebody by, with an axe. Wasn't it Ares' son, not Zeus's son? Well, it it might have. It might have been Ares himself. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think it was Ares himself, and and Zeus and Artemis were like the three people represent representing the the Greek the Greek gods, right? Right. Yeah. yeah the Greek gods. Um. So I thought that that was really cool. Um. And then like they showed like the the mother boxes and the unity happening. Um. And then. Um, Wax or how do you pronounce his name again? Uxus. 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 Uh, Uxus. Um, getting defeated, getting an axe to his chest, like most interstellar beings get. Um, <laughs> Not an axe to the chest. I mean, Not an he axe has to the chest, man. He has These need to aim a little shirts. better, right? He had a Thanos killing weapon. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <He> had- <laughs> Anybody? Had, you didn't see his vest? It was like cut like this. It was his summer gear. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> well, for the, yeah, for the people that can see that, he pretty much cut off at his pecs, like his his whole armor. So pretty vulnerable right there. Yeah. I mean, he definitely dark. Got, he definitely got there in the summer because he didn't have a shirt on. He was just like, "Yo, I'm here, shirtless. Sup? Ready? I'm not vulnerable or anything. I heard it's nice. Pull up." It's like curls for the girls. Yeah, for real. So obviously he learned his lesson because when we see him later, he's a little bit more armored up. He's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta wear something. He's a, he's Mm. a little like waiting behind before, which is later, later on in a few parts. But um, yeah, I, I like the introduction of him and that they replaced Steppenwolf with uh, Darkseid. It, it seems like. Snyder was trying to build up dark side for later films, you know, mm-hmm. and Steppenwolf is just the the pawn for now. And yeah. even is a really good pawn. Like Yeah. Mm. Well, it makes sense because uh, you know, in Darkseid's mythology, he doesn't actually become Darkseid um until he gets the Omega effect. So mm-hmm. the Omega effect basically is mm-hmm. what powers him where he has those Omega beams and he's able he's invulnerable and he has all these other crazy um, abilities and that's when he took over Planet of Apocalypse. Mm. So wow. when we see in the Age of Heroes, he's not even fully realized yet. Like he's literally like a teenager right. trying to conquer this planet. And mm. this is prior to him getting that ability. And then that's why when we see him later and his eyes are glowing orange, mm-hmm. it's like it's game time. You know, he's like, okay. It's a wrap. Yeah, I'm I'm about that action yeah. right now. You know, and we get to see a little dose of his Omega Beams when he's in in Atlantis. And I thought that was really cool. Um, But, yeah, so he ends up being defeated. He's upset. Leaves Earth. Leaves Earth. Goes and conquers all these other planets. They get the mother boxes. They scatter them. Mm -hmm. Very Lords of the Ring-ish. Yes. Which I think, personally, Zack Snyder should have came out and said, hey, guys, I'm doing the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Yo. You know, I, I really feel like, yeah, like yeah. like people would have felt like, I think people would have felt better because when you don't have that context and then it makes you feel like, oh, okay, he's just telling a story for telling a story's sake. Like he's just mm-hmm. adding in a whole bunch of stuff. But if he came out and was like, I'm making the DC mythology, but I'm going to do it like Lord of the Rings, people would have known like, okay, we got three movies it's going to be this expansive story. 
There's going to be a lot of walk-in, <laughs> a lot of these like long shots and slow-mo shots, but there's going <laughs> to be a good payoff at the end. I wonder you how know? much of the budget they spent on slow-mo shots. Oh, man. That's probably where the it 20 Let's, let's give Flashpoint, but not really Flashpoint. You know, yeah. you know, a wise man once said, if you got it, better flaunt it. Let the liquor help you get up on it. So if you got it like that, it, it ain't tricking. Yeah. It ain't Preach. tricking if you got it. Preach. I'm too young I would this. do it too. I'm too young for this. I don't get it. Oh man, we'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was uh, in preschool we'll song. It's, it's all right. <laughs> let's let's get to uh, part three. Part three. Which What's is in part beloved three? mother, beloved son? Ah, so this is when we get into cyborg story, which is yes. where we see the bulk of more of just Zack Snyder's influence right. of this movie. This when we got here, this is when I felt like, okay, I'm watching a different movie now. Yeah, this was probably my favorite part of the film. Yeah, the first two parts were kind of like I've seen this. Like Already. I get it. There's like some eh, cool stuff, but no, this is this is what needed to be in the original. Yeah, I I think what uh, infuriates me now that I've watched more of Cyborg and, and Justice League is that they don't even have Ray Fisher under contract no more. Mm-hmm. Right, Cyborg. Like I don't. Even, they they were gonna do a movie with him, but they're not even gonna. Well, they had that whole issue. He basically sued them because and of like, Joe you know, Sweden. Yeah, like he was yeah. very controversial. And Jeff set. Johns and and Walter they, Hamada, all yeah. of them. All of all the actors on set just said it was just seemed very unprofessional what was going on and how things were being directed. So, mm-hmm. so I got ninety percent of the scenes, yeah, and very yeah. crucial to the movie. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. You know, no, yeah. watching it now, it's like, oh my goodness, if I would have saw this first time, then even with yeah. the shitty CGI, if I would have mm-hmm. saw that, I would have been a little bit more like, okay, this, yeah. This, and this it's crazy time. because when you think about it, and it's like, okay, if you take out the character that is driving the narrative and the reason why everybody's doing what they're doing, what do you replace it with? And then you look at the, at the weeding cut and you're like, damn. So they just moved this whole, they made bat. He made Batman paranoid to drive this story. Right. In saying like, Oh, Batman saw this vision and now he wants to do all of this stuff, but it's from a position of being paranoid because that's where you feel that, you know, in the beginning. And then when Cyborg gets inserted and you realize, oh, okay, he's driving a lot of the heart right. of this story, mm-hmm. then it doesn't make Batman as paranoid. And it makes Batman cooler, actually, where it's like, okay, dope. He's kind of like trying to figure everything out just as much as we are instead of knowing everything and then making bad decisions that are un-Batman-like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really do like that they... they dove into his story more i mean we kind of knew he was already going through it when we saw him in bvs and with the scenes with his dad and and if you've seen uh the the josh joe sweden i hate saying that guy's name that cut (laughs) um so like it just really like you really are more heartfelt about that character yeah seeing his mom die seeing how his mom went to bat for him before she died Mm -hmm. that was like super crucial knowing his dad wasn't there because i mean you Mm -hmm. I mean, he had like he was envious his dad. Um, we didn't entirely know why, mm-hmm. but I mean now it's because he wasn't there and he brought him back. It's like why would you bring me back if you never were there for me before? Well, it, it just touches based on like what they can do as far as it being like a darker film, and it's what's yeah. needed because that's what drives the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like no matter who it is, that's what drives the story is having those deep emotional attachments. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, yeah. And, for whatever reason, and it shows that he's not bitter. He's just he's he's a kid who's gone through some catastrophic yeah. things mm-hmm. in his life in a very very short time. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even know how to use his abilities or yeah his body. And which which I thought was really cool for them to expand on is like you're in this body now, and I loved how when he used his abilities, he looked like himself. You know, so it's kind of like his image of right. himself while he's using his abilities and knowing the extent of like, yo, I can control everything. I just have too much information. Like, I really don't know how that feels to just have too much information in your brain, like at at any given moment. Like you just have all these numbers and everything that's just kind of flying towards you and you have something else that's controlling half of your brain. And then the explanation of what actually happened to him and how the mother box factors in. Right further explain that so i thought that that was really really cool basically the one he's a walking computer even more bro it's yeah. like it's beyond just being a computer like yeah so tune he, it out yeah he was talking yeah. to to things that don't even emit a frequency mm-hmm. or a sound mm-hmm. you know it's just like how do you how do you speak to this microphone you know right. and like know what the microphone feels but not only that but all these things are speaking to you at once that too right you know he had all his windows open on his laptop (laughs) all at the same time yeah pretty much going on Uh uh-huh yeah so seeing that uh made made a lot more sense and i'm glad that they dived in dove into that and i think uh diana went to go recruit him yeah and Mm -hmm. uh we also see his first heroic act of giving um the waitress a hundred thousand dollars in a giveaway which is pretty cool i wish you could do that for me because i need some money (laughs) Yeah, no, that was a that was a cool part. I, I do like the more cyborg. It, it felt like he was the main character of the movie um, instead of Batman or Superman, which they had their movie. They had BVS, and, and then there was Man of Steel. So it was cool to see someone else step up. Right, especially, well, if they're not going to get their own standalone films, that's kind of what's needed. If you're going to have this whole team talked about and then play such crucial, like, roles... Well, yeah, I mean, that, and that's why, you know, not to make this a Marvel podcast, but that's what Marvel did. And that's why it was successful. You didn't, right. you had to, you got to cut out that noise and you only had to do it with one character, which was the Hulk and, you know, and bring and Hawkeye, you know, those are like right. the only two that you really had to do it with. But with yeah. Justice League, they had, they had the opposite. They only had two characters that were pretty much established. Maybe one and a half, if you want, for argument's sake. Right. And then you have to introduce everyone else. Um, yeah. But Zack Snyder said that he wishes that he made a cyborg movie before doing the Justice League. Oh, that would have been amazing. He thought it was a given that like WB yeah. would have just did that. And I remember when they initially announced this whole Snyderverse and this Man of Steel came luck. out, they had a cyborg film. It had a little... uh you know, um, little logo, little logo. They had the Green Lantern mm-hmm. Corpse logo. They had everything. I was like, okay, yeah, this is gonna be fire. But again, a testament to DC. They just say things and they don't have them in place yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, they just so they, yeah. That's like, the problem. This is what they want to hear. It's just it's just fan service without any any backing behind it. Exactly. At least as far as when it comes to the movies. Yeah, right. What's so, the next part? So part four, uh, Change Machine. Which one is that? When I'm trying to remember that part. Next one, it's called Change Machine. I think this one they're bringing Superman back. I I think so. Isn't that all the King's horses? When they're bringing Superman back, that's Um, part five. 
part five. Okay, then Change Machine is probably when Flash. Steph when Steppenwolf is getting to business. I think and I think that's when he attacks uh, the Amazonians. Yeah, is it not? I think so. I think that that's when he collects um, well, at least the first mother yeah, box. The first mother box. Working on the second one, and we get mm. like a little bit more of his conversation with Desaad, and we get a little bit more of his motivation. His, his um, CGI touch up was oh incredible. He looked great. Yeah. He looked incredible. Great. I, I, I mean, I can nitpick and say like some of his armor was a little bit moving to, for my taste, but I thought it was cool. It was like, super I plain it was before. Um, I was looking at comparisons and oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's terrible. Before it I doesn't mean, even seem like it's the same actor. No, like that played. It seems it, like you know? a right, it, like a whole new casting. Yeah, it seems like it. Um, but it could just be the Snyder effect. Like they made yeah. him fearsome. So yes. last time he was kind of adorable. Yeah. Kind of he was kind of, he I'm going to fight this guy. Well, he, he just had the Ivan Ooze. Battle me. Yeah. Fight me, please. Yeah, yeah he, had the, he had the Ivan Ooze feel. But seeing him like <laughs> kind of murk the Amazons a little bit more and, and uh, use the boom tubes, which I thought was great. The boom tubes. Um, just seeing that, you know, for anybody who's a fan of Justice League Unlimited mm-hmm. and watching like just the mm-hmm. show and seeing how the boom tubes work and knowing that that is apocalyptic technology and like mm. all of that. I thought that that was amazing to kind of see that all come together. Um, so uh, a quick question. So mm-hmm. Steppenwolf was trapped in the mother box. Is that what? I don't think up? he was trapped in the mother box because Desaad told him that he was exiled and he still had more worlds to conquer. Yeah. He hadn't even done one. So, so I think that he just happened to come to earth and was like, Oh, the mother boxes are here because they're calling out to me. Like I was able to sense that they're here, and mm-hmm. I think that Darkseid re- recalls his defeat and was like, "Shit, they they are still there." You know, mm-hmm. like that's the place where where it happened. Yeah, like, um, those are mine. Yeah. But I I don't think Darkseid was really like dealing with it. You know, because he was like, "Decide you deal with Steppenwolf." When he gets a hundred million worlds conquered, whatever, let yeah. me know whenever that happens, and yeah. we'll go from there. I'm doing my own things and ruling and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. So, so a little history with Steppenwolf. Um, that's uh, in the movies. I think they have him as Darkseid's nephew, but he's his uh, his uncle okay. in the books. So when Darkseid or Uxus was coming to power to kill his dad and get the Omega effect. Um, Steppenwolf tried along with his brother tried to take out Darkseid and stop the rebellion but yeah. they failed and because of that failure he's like okay well I'm the king now but you tried to stop it and run up so I, I ain't messing with you we ain't, we ain't vibing no more Got so it. he's been on the outs since then so with Steppenwolf he's like okay well what can I do to get back in his good graces because I'm like I'm exiled mm-hmm. let me get these mother boxes and so like when the side was like even though they brought up you know news about the, the mother boxes He's like, yeah, you know what? Um, he said you got like fifty thousand, maybe yeah. more. My like, man was hurt. Like <laughs> even with the mother boxes, it was nothing. Like we're then, cool on you. Yeah. It wasn't until he saw a vision of the, the any life equation, any life, and yeah. then he was like, oh, cause attention. He's like, oh, it's like, do you got it? He's like, no. Then why are you calling me? Yeah, yeah. They're like, God, why get are you to calling it. Yeah. Me this time. No, my man looked hurt when he said fifty thousand. He was like, damn. He has like, the time. Well, I mean, we don't know. We don't know how long this, like, you know. I'm a friend sure, zone if I ever seen one. Man, yeah. 50,000? Like, you just conquered one. Like, how are you going to count backwards? Just think about that. Like, <laughs> what if you just count, you're like, you got Earth, and you're like, all right, 49,999 to go. Get, Yo. <laughs> get another one. 
49,998 to go. <laughs> like, damn, that's that's horrible. And it, obviously, it would have been easier if it wasn't for the Amazonians, for the yeah. Atlanteans. Those meddling kids. Those, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Meddling kids. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. But that was a really dog. cool scene. But he thought he had it in the back. He was like, there's no lanterns. There's yeah. no Kryptonian. Right. I'm smooth. I'm smooth, bro. I got this. But... Yeah, him him seeing the anti-life equation, getting the vision from the mother boxes because the mother boxes knew that the anti-life equation was there. Um, yeah. I thought that that was really cool, adding that and just saying like, you know, show me something. And they showed it to him and he came back and he was like, yo, I got it. Like the anti-life equation's here. I know you've been looking for it. And that's when we get our first reveal of Dark Side and all of yeah. his glory. Yeah, and then the part after that, was when Batman gets revived by the mother box. Uh, all the King's horses. You mean Superman? What did I say? You, you said, said Batman. Batman. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. First, can we talk about Flash a little bit? Oh, yeah. There can, is we, some... can we go to Flash yeah. and like see how like his uh, kind of introduction changed? Instead right. of just like the warehouse of him seeing some video of the Flash doing Flash things, we kind of got a little bit more of Barry's struggle. Right. With his father um, being in jail um, for killing his mom, which if anybody allegedly, allegedly you know, if mm. anybody knows Flash lore, we know that that wasn't the Flash or that wasn't uh, his father that killed his mom. It was mm. uh, the reverse Flash. So that was pretty cool that they put that in there because it kind of led for the Flash movie that's going to be coming out. It's I'm hoping that that has. Isn't Ezra uh, Miller like done? No, no, no. He's still on. Oh, yeah. I thought he's he, still I thought on. because he choked out his fan. No, no. DC. That's oh a Marvel gosh. thing. DC's like, yeah, great. You choked out your fan. This is gritty enough for our us. publicity. DC already hates our fans. Yeah, DC already hates their fans. Yeah, so they didn't care. They didn't care about. That. Makes sense. But they've been doing but, that to us. You know? Yeah, but we did get this really, really dope scene of the Flash, just showing how powerful. He is like him running out of his shoes, basically his shoes exploding. Yeah. And that was excuse awesome. me, breaking the glass. Yeah, he like warps the glass mm-hmm. and then it like mm-hmm. breaks slowly. Was- Which is awesome because he's barely using his powers. And a lot of people, especially Justice League Flash, like that version of Flash is so powerful. Like he can run through solid objects and, you know, mm-hmm. deatomize what he's going through mm-hmm. in order to like phase through it. Right. So I thought that that was like a good introduction to him getting to that level of speed and of power, um, which I thought was pretty amazing. And then he saves uh, Iris West, who is his love. Um, and it, she's played by Kirsty Clemens and she was completely written out of mm-hmm. the, yeah. of the Joss Whedon cut. Was, so, you know, it's a theme with the Joss Whedon cut things being cut. Certain characters. Oh, you mean black? You mean black characters? I mean, yeah, I just want to oh, say. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. No, I I noticed. <laughs> I noticed. It's uh, you know, fuck that guy. Anyway, <laughs> yo, um, yeah, you're not wrong. You know, <laughs> anyway, yeah. so uh, it's cool. Uh, Kirstie Clemens being being on that because like, I've um, I've always been a fan of her work, and it it was dope because I remember um her like following on Instagram just explode once she got casted in that <laughs> yeah. in that role. And then for you the know? fact that it got like And then cut. it got cut. And I was just like, dang, like that sucks. I and feel like I feel like Snyder just ended up giving everybody their flowers, right? Cause I mean, yeah. For the amount of stuff that was shot, for the amount of time everybody spent, like everybody had a 
part in that film. Yeah. Which was needed. And like, again, it's not even just fan service. It's just like, this is what it needs to be. Even, this is how detailed the books are. Even Martian Manhunter. Yes. Okay. So you, I had a problem with that. Because that's I had what, a problem. That's with, how the all the King's horses, I think, start. Yeah. I had a problem with that. I'm gonna let you yeah. So go go ahead. D- tell him be- tell him before I well, get yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, please do because I, I don't know too much of Martian Manhunter other than like Justice the very the shows. but well that and then just like just injustice and like the very it's not that they made him corny. I, I feel some of it was forced. Mm-hmm. Like I do like that he uh he was uh, Martha Kent, you know, trying to coax uh Lois Lane, like, hey, you gotta get you gotta get out there. Mm-hmm. We we need you right now. Mm-hmm. Some stuff's about to go down. Um that epilogue scene, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that. It's like, hey, Batman, just to let you know, I'm a fan of what you do. <laughs> and, uh, I've been called many names. Yeah. He could have said, yo, hey, my name is John. Good to meet you. Just yeah. call me. I can hear you anywhere on the planet. He's like, so, some <laughs> yeah. people call me Martian Manhunter. Like, like come on, dude. Like, <laughs> we know. It was, it was a little <laughs> ridiculous. And honestly, okay, so if we're talking story here, and this, this just may be my brain. But I was so mad that it wasn't actually Martha. I was like, why would you do that? So now you have this conversation with Lois Lane. Lois is going to go see Martha again and say, like, oh, yeah, you remember. Like, thank you for that conversation that we had in my apartment. Well, she'll realize it later. I mean, she'll. But, but But she already called her to come and see her son. So, like the the nature of the emotional interaction of saying i'm the only other person that understands so you and me were in this together right and yeah. then if she wanted to what if she just called her like let's just say a day after was like you know i was thinking about superman you said to call you I, so you know, i'm gonna just i'm gonna it, hit that's your my line baby, you know and I mean, then she's yeah, like um i don't i don't know uh I don't know what you're talking about. I I didn't come see you. That's a long yeah, trip. I see, I see like, what you try. I mean, you know what I the mean. The whole Martian Manhunter scene doing that seems a little like too much when they could have actually just used Martha. Um, but I guess they just wanted to reveal that it was actually supposed to be Green Lantern instead of Martian Manhunter, not as uh, Martha Kent, but in in his place they wanted um, a Green Lantern instead, but. That's when Justice League was like, no, we have our they have own plans. plans. They have yeah. the Lantern uh, Corps, I think, showed that they're going to work on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. He would have been a great John Stewart. And that's what he wanted. Yeah. He wanted John Stewart. But mm-hmm. they were like, no, we, we already have an idea for that. Yeah, I mean, that would have been great. And, you know, um, ex- except it would just add, it would added more explanation. Yeah. You know, there would have just needed to be more explanation. And I like that Martian Manhunter was, was included because now when you watch Man of Steel, you kind of like you realize, okay, he's talking to Martian Manhunter. So like that's kind of cool just seeing that interaction. But then it just raises more or questions. Right. You know, and it's just kind of like, <laughs> like notice the lack of cohesiveness and what's going and on. And then like you gotta think about like back backtrack the man of steel. Like, so you mean to tell me you were sitting there the whole time. Whole time. While a man's getting kicked and chopped all <laughs> through this small town. Smacked. Do do Derry, Indiana, oh, wherever yeah. they're at. Oh yeah. Like, this, this whole time like you could have had my back. You he, see the combos they did on me? He left Stabler. <laughs> he left Stabler to get stabbed up, man. He died. He got blown up in a plane, like, trying to take out a Kryptonian. He was just like, oh, yeah. No, could have saved could, you. The only thing I can think of is... No law and order. ...that it wasn't Martian Manhunter, and 
you know, Marshman probably killed the general and became him. Oh, see, now, that, but why would he do that? Why would he do that? Why would he do you know? that? Is and the point. Also, I just felt like you unless could, he wanted a disguise, you could have been a, a high a, power. You just could have been of help, right? You know, like right. don't get introduced if you don't introduce yourself in that way. Uh-huh. You know, if now if he revealed himself to Bruce, that's Yo, a little bit different. Chess, right? If he, he just be- if he walked up and was just kind of like, "Yo, I saw everything that happened." I think it's necessary for me to kind of reveal to you my true self. Yeah, whatever you can't really just be playing of... Guardian Angel the whole time. Yeah. Nah. But also at the same time, it's like, you know, I saw what happened. Great work. Um, I had something to do. <laughs> yeah. But you guys got that. that? That could be you know, it he, too. You know? He had a, different a fire axe and, you know, fire's not really my thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I had to uh, just kick it over here. And uh, I was talking to Lois Lane. And, you know, she a good one. Yeah, I <laughs> That's it what could, it felt like. It, yeah, it could just be a whole agenda that he has. I, I mean, know. I'm sure it would have been fleshed out. Maybe he didn't trust the Justice League enough to reveal himself. Um, we didn't trust maybe, anybody. Maybe he's just shy. Maybe he's just shy of Batman. Yeah. He's such well, a fan. He was the approachable one. He's like, yeah. oh, I another finally thing, got the courage Another thing with that, though. <laughs> to you your know, house. Like, I know. <laughs> well, you're Early morning. Now 6, six a.m. Uh, not going to. <laughs> he's waiting in the sky he hears Bruce wake up like alright I gotta go down now Alfred gave me your address <laughs> yeah I've been following you for a while part, but that's another it. thing though I feel like he should have revealed himself to Superman you had all of this interaction with Superman before right. why didn't you just go and show Superman hey man you're not alone like I'm here cause he knows why? what happens with Superman in the future I think and he doesn't how does he know that I don't know. He's Martian Manhunter. I don't think he knows. Maybe that, you saw but like, Batman's vision. Yeah, because well, he can read everyone's like mind. He, yeah, he probably saw Cyborg and. So that was my other gripe: is that they didn't show Batman getting. I thought that it would have made more sense for him to actually get the vision of like the whole thing was Lois, mm. like which I thought was ridiculous in the Whedon cut. Right. But in this one, I was like, oh yeah, he's gonna get that vision. Like right. that's that's gonna work out great, and then we're gonna see part of the nightmare scene of that kind of come to fruition. Yeah. But he just kind of like casually said like, yeah, I had this vision and like, I don't yeah. know, I think something else is going to happen. And I was like, what What vision? Wait, so we're not getting that? Like, no. damn. Like, it was but crazy. He did, I think he did that on purpose too. He's like, look, people are going to ask for this. I'm going to put it in and they're going to want more of it and you're going to have to give me back. But we'll see. Cause- like, yeah, because that scene was shot later. So mm-hmm. like, maybe that's his, his ticket into... Like showing them, hey, maybe you guys should green light this because people they they really vibe with that scene. Cause yeah. supposedly the second movie, the second Justice League movie was supposed to be set in that that, in night, that nightmare future. Yeah. And right. I think yeah. that's great. You know, um I well, love I love that part, you know. But we're at part six right now. Yes. Uh, after um, Superman gets revived yeah, with the mother box. And, he... and we get the dopest scene of the flash. Yeah, that was cool. When he that's was, basically Flashpoint, he was right? The, the Flash. No, well, no. Flashpoint's a little bit more complex than right. that. But like, mm. this is showing his ability to to mess with time, right? And he pretty much can match. I mean, Superman can match everybody. Is is what? what? Like like when he's fighting you, like. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well yeah. When they revived him and he was all evil and stuff like that, and yeah. and didn't know who he was, and Lois was the key, and right. All that kind of thing. I mean, it's kind of cheesy, but whatever. It's that religious. was cool. Right. I always like the the. <laughs> I always laugh when Superman all of a sudden his eye just like follows the Flash and like he just mm-hmm. gradually gets faster and <laughs> yeah. faster. Right. I thought yeah. that, that was pretty cool. 
Um, yeah, it was one of my favorite parts. Yeah, and I like that Cyborg knew that this was a bad idea before it actually happened. Well, he could have stopped it, but since Flash is so fast, Flash, it's too fast. You can't stop him. So no, it just not happens. only is Flash too fast, but he reversed time to make it happen. Yeah, like yeah. So he was a little late. I, I bet Cyborg <laughs> he ran faster. Yeah, I bet Cyborg would have been like, oh, like thank you, like I'm glad it didn't actually go. Like I got a, I got a vision from the mother box. Like we shouldn't have done that. But Flash was like, no, I'm gonna make this happen because yeah, they're Batman counting was, on me. And Batman was like, look, if this is the only shot we have, just do it. Aquaman was the only one speaking sense. Aquaman yeah. was like, yo, this is not right. Like, yeah. this this is not right. We shouldn't do this. Um, I mean, there was they no did other it. way. I'm glad they took that one scene out where uh, Flash was saving the family with the lone house yeah. next to oh, Chernobyl, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. like oh, who's yeah. living out there? Is the rent really that good? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, they took that out. They also took out the racing scene. Abandoned. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, they also no took out no the, for that. the truth, the lasso of truth scene when Aquaman yes. was sitting on it. Yeah. Mm. And they also took out the part when they go, when, um, you know, remember when Steppenwolf is in the, he's interrogating all those, all those people. And then Flash is like running around, he trips and he lands on Wonder Woman's like chest. Mm-hmm. They took that part out. Yeah. Cause it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's just it's getting rid of all that childish nonsense that that's, mm-hmm. doesn't need to be there. Which it has no, has nothing to the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you take all those scenes accumulated, it's probably a good 10 minutes that they need to be in the movie. Yeah. yeah. So, so after the, after Superman comes back, he has his heartfelt moment with Lois Lane and his mom. And then we go into something darker. Mm-hmm. Which is the part where uh, I think that's when is that when he gets the second mother box, and then he gets away with it. Yeah, that's and, the third one. When when Superman comes back. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that's the yeah. third one. Okay, so the second one, I forgot how he got. Yeah, because well, he got the from, third one. The, the second one he got from from uh, uh, Aquaman. from Aquaman, Aquaman. Yeah, and he just like fought Aquaman, and then so basically they make that trip over to Chernobyl. And they're like, we have the stronghold because uh, Cyborg's dad sacrificed himself and superheated it, um, Which so that awesome. they can track it. Yeah, yeah. really, really great idea. It, it made it rede- he redeemed himself. Yes. You know, for fans and for for Victor. for Cyber. It's, Cyber. It's time yeah. at uh, Cyberdyne really paid off. <laughs> Pretty much. We'll, we'll he, tell he you learned. later, sincere. Yeah, I know. Yeah, too young, too young. I don't get it. Um, so, it's all so good. Yeah. Send help. Yeah. They, uh, is that a floppy disk? What is he talking oh, about? Geez. So yeah, so this is the part when um, pretty much the whole Justice League minus Superman goes to the stronghold and uh, yeah, is trying to get in and try to stop the unity from happening. And probably that whole scene is my favorite. Like I could literally just go back to that part and just Yeah, I would just love I would just love to go back and watch chapter six. Yeah, that that yeah, you don't really need to watch anything else really. You can just kind of fast forward to that and watch the end. It's like an hour and a half of badass. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So basically they took the whole time of the first movie and put it in like one chapter. That's all. Yeah, and they took out uh um Batman's like kamikaze attempt too. Oh yeah. The first one. Which was stupid because yeah. Batman wouldn't do that ever. No. Like this man, this is not what he's gonna do. Mastered so many. Yeah, I get it. It's like he's not cannon fodder. He wouldn't do that. Like, if he was that dumb, he would have jumped in the fight with Superman and Doomsday. Yeah, exactly. we also got to see Alfred and Superman talk. Yeah, I mean that was cool. It was crazy. Uh, when with his gloves, his power gloves or whatever that. Oh, the gauntlet. Energy. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was really Adding cool. a little bit of that. I mean, because that's one thing that uh, other comic book movies do well. I think. Um, is that they establish the upgrade of the comic book character yeah. and with like who else is going to upgrade besides Batman? 
There's nobody else well, that Batman can that can upgrade. upgrade. Like you're going up against all these aliens. Mm-hmm. You gotta upgrade. Exactly. I thought it was hilarious that they decided to walk with Batman because <laughs> you know, they, they could have just flown and jumped and got into all these areas and they were like, you know what, we're gonna wait for Batman. Go ahead, man. Grapple hook. And then <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll be right behind we'll you. We'll see you there. Go right ahead. We can, you know, we can just carry you, but you're a man. You don't want that. Just, just get up there. How you do? Let's go first. <laughs> yeah, seeing Cyborg carrying him would have been, like, kind of awkward. Well, what would have been great is if they had um, the Green Lantern, then he could have done, like, the, the Green yeah. Lantern orb ring and, like, right. brought him along, and that would have just been awesome because yeah. that's, like, something that we see all the time whenever right. you're looking at Justice League. Um, but, you know, we, can, we yeah. can wish. We can dream. Yeah, they get into the strong... I, I really love when Wonder Woman... And Steppenwolf are going head to head. Like, yeah, they're the perfect match, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and that's I'll, where we get a little bit more of Wonder Woman's story where it's like, where were you when I annihilated your yeah. Amazons? And right. he said, you would have beat me sadly. Mm. And I was like, oh, that he knows that he would have lost if he was there with all of them. Oh, yeah. Because Amazons, they were like, they would have listened to her. Yeah, and they would have had the plan, you know, and he would yeah. have he would have underestimated what they were capable of doing. Right. But he was already at like full strength. Like, okay, I'm ready for this fade now. But she couldn't go back, right? Once she leaves, she can't come back. Was that the whole thing? I don't know. I th- I think she just had this moral thing of just like, kind of like Aquaman, where it's just like I I want to be with the people. Mm-hmm. Also, These you know, people I think it's a little of both. Like they hid it from her, then like they clouded her mind or something like that, where she couldn't remember the location. Okay, it was it's some some to that. It could have been, it, yeah, it could have maybe been a little both. A security know. thing too, so that way they stay hidden. That's true. That's true. But um, so they all duke it out. Flash does his running thing, and um, his running thing. <laughs> they technically lose for like yeah. 10 seconds. Yeah, oh my lose. goodness, that part was that was the best part. My favorite. Well, even before that, when Superman finally shows up and he's just. He mm-hmm. is really going in on Steppenwolf. Yeah, I think he comes in right OP. when he was about to. He was about to. He was about to hit Victor with cyborg. The axe. Yeah, because yeah. he was looking. He was trying to get the mother boxes apart, and that was when he saw the vision of his parents, mm-hmm. which was also pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, we can finally be together. Yeah. And yeah, then, because the mother box is going to show you what you want. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when he came in to to pretty much protect Victor, I was like, oh yeah. yeah. At that point, I had forgot Superman was even going to come through. Yeah, it was pretty epic of of Superman. And, and, um, you know, he had the black suit, which... No explanation for it, right? No real explanation for it. The only thing I could think of, like, if I'm going to get, like, uh, scientific with it, then uh, he's not at full power, and black absorbs sunlight more than anything else. Right. So maybe there was something that was like attributed to that because he kind of flew up and was like, yeah. I need to recharge. Yeah, I think yeah. they asked. Uh, also, Snyder. he had a big ass hole in his last one from getting stabbed. <laughs> he had other suits, too, that I, like he had one that looked like it had armor on it. Yeah. Didn't yeah, like picking suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was I going it through been, his wardrobe. Like, yeah. nah, not that one. I thought it would have been pretty cool if it showed the damaged one. Because like he could have looked at that and been like, I can't use that anymore, yeah. you know. And I feel like that would have just added a little bit to him using the black one. Like, right. all right, for sure, I'm gonna use the black exactly. one. He kind of just pulled up like arm. When they come back with that that Kryptonian drip, exactly. You know? <laughs> the crypto, the crypto <laughs> drip. <laughs> no, yeah, it was it was really cool. And then the unity happened, and then uh, Flash was far enough away that he wasn't hit. I mean, that pretty much tore everybody to shreds. It tore Batman to shreds. Mm-hmm. Superman was literally 
Nothing oh, I, no more. I loved seeing them get put back together. So seeing them get put back together, like literally cell by cell, mm-hmm. like just being regenerated back. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, that was my favorite part of him Come just on, going back. Yeah. Uh, drawing back time. Yeah. And, and he was messing. So there's probably some sort of repercussions that happen with that. Right. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll, Hopefully that'll be fleshed out in the Flash film. Yeah, we'll see. Ah, fleshed out in the Flash film, I like that. The <laughs> yeah. wordplay. And then they cut off uh, Steppenwolf's head, which is awesome. And yeah, then launch that thing a, into a boom tube. Like right. here you it's go, an amazing send off. Yes, <laughs> yeah, because like great. He, like he already got impaled by Aquaman, and then Superman gives him the skibbity bop, and then Wonder was like, "Before you go, yeah. before yeah. you go, don't get ahead of yourself." Steppenwolf was like, "He's here," and then. Uh, after that, it gets rewound. Because <laughs> his head chopped off. So I was like, yeah, yeah. Nah, you can fail. And Dasad, you know, he was talking crap too. He was like, see, I told you. I told you not yeah. to send him down there. Yeah. See, what, see what happens? <laughs> yep. And then now Darkseid knows anti-life is on Earth. So he's not going to stop. I mean, I love the scene of them looking at each other. I know a lot of people wanted Darkseid to actually fight. But I was I like, like you know, that it was cool. It up. That was, yeah. that yeah. was really cool. And that's cool. like what you said. He He's not just going to jump in. He's yeah. going to... Mm-hmm. He's gonna wait till his time. The I mean, time look is how right. long. I don't want to make this a Marvel podcast, but look how long it took Thanos to join the fight. Yeah, and this is like an even, exactly. even more. You that's know, what has seemed. That's what it seemed like. Yeah, yeah, like you didn't have to. You didn't have to elude like how Thanos was alluded to because right. with Thanos, you have this alien being in a world that they don't know that aliens even exist. Right. So you have to ease it a little bit you have yeah, iron justice man league, seeing a fleet like, and then he's like oh shit yeah. this is something and in, that can happen in justice league or that whole universe superman is the first alien yeah. they encounter exactly so they stakes are already yeah. Zod already let them know you, yeah. hey you are not alone yeah. yeah and and so i thought that that was really cool and dark side just looking at him and superman was just like like what's good like you, <laughs> we're ready for the fade right now right like now. what do you need and he was just kind of like okay at least i know who my opponents are and I thought that that was I thought that that Plus was really more. cool. There will be more. Well, yeah, supposedly. I think we'll see. More. I think them holding him back gives them a kind of a ground to stand on for having more stuff to come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this gave that to him. What's the incentive for Warner Brothers to say, "Why Greenlight? You already gave us everything in that first one." Exactly. Right. Yeah, I think Zach Zach kind of like he held his cards and he was just kind of like, "I'm gonna give y'all like." As much as fans really wanted everything, he was like, I can't give you guys everything because then I lose my leverage. Right. Yeah. And you money. know? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I like, we got I, enough, I can't. you know? Yeah, spend so, money to four make hours. money. So, so that goes to my next question. Do you think four hours is going to be a new standard for some comic Hell book movies? Yes. yes. When uh, it comes yeah. to streaming, absolutely. Do you think that's better or worse? Better. It's great. It's okay. great. I think that we have been trained... No, oh, okay. but you. No, hear from you. I think for the big movies, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean the the standard, which the previous two were like two hours and thirty yeah, minutes. Like two hours, two thirty. I think that. I think that's good. But like for the big movies like that, where you really really have to flush it out, especially with so many characters mm-hmm. being fleshed out, I think four hours was perfect. But yeah. like every single movie, like the Flash movie. We no, probably don't we need, need four. four. Yeah. We don't need we Aquaman just, just two to be five. I mean, hours there's long, even you know? there's even fan talk already that they want a four hour Suicide Squad because there's supposedly a lot more Joker footage. And yeah, nobody wants really... that. Nobody. Just want to point out, Derbs is shaking maybe. his head rapidly nah. to the side. Maybe nah. we don't want we don't want the air cut. Derbs does not agree. I mean, like the Joker is all well and good, 
and having more joke all people want is is more joker because they like yeah the character but you don't really want a four-hour suicide squad movie right you just want a movie where joker is a prominent part of the and movie I, I mean they're not gonna do it they're already coming out with the new suicide squad with james gunn it comes out this year so well, what i think is gonna happen that. is that because we've been trained during this pandemic to like our our binging even though like that's something that people did anyway right it became like just more open to it's the studio culture and it's more welcome it's, it's than it more was. welcome than it was so now i wouldn't be surprised if marvel like before its next avengers has an avengers show that leads to an avengers movie that if you watched all of them together it'd be like six seven it'd be, hours yeah it'd be seamless you know eight hours yeah. like they're they're be insane it's just making that content to tell that story all the way and i think the success of the snyder film and people sitting through it and watching it is making studios understand that like okay if we have a dedicated fan base they're going to watch it for however long we can tell a good story right Mm -hmm. there's not going to be anything that restricts it like i saw that there's a potential like that there's four hours worth of footage for uh black panther I would absolutely love a four-hour Black Panther movie. That would be great. So there's just certain characters and certain events that we would want to happen. Crisis on Infinite Earths, you're not going to be able to put that in two two and a half hours. I would love a four-hour Black Panther, but I don't see them doing it because that part of the story of Phase three is over and yeah at least yeah, they're with not the gonna, snyder yeah. cut they have no plans for it they just were like absolutely just do, do it get out of the way and move on so i don't at this moment i don't think that we'll ever see again a movie that has come out and then there'll <laughs> be additional hours right. of extra. i, I, I think this movie. is just one of I just, a kind i just don't yeah. think we'll see that but going forward a lot of directors now have a little bit more leverage because they could say hey this is my vision for this story you could either condense it to two hours and we can just have it as a one-off or you can contract me for however much money right. and we can stretch this thing out. And if you want it to be a super long movie, we can, or we can do a TV show or we can do. So now Warner Brothers and Disney have those platforms with HBO Max and with Disney Plus mm. that they can say, whatever story we want to tell, we can just decide do we want it on this platform so that we can make it unlimited? Or do we want to tell this story in the biggest possible with the yeah, biggest budget? Right. Yeah. And I think that's great. Yeah. Well, that was a movie. I know there was the epilogue, which... We definitely got to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, we might bit. as well just keep going. Because, yeah, man. This... uh. I got to see it's that. It's a four-hour movie. What yeah. do you guys expect? We're going to do a super long pod. <laughs> right. No. I, I mean, when everybody when the last trailer came out and we saw Jared Little's Joker... Mm. Everybody was just like, oh, he's in it, he's in it. Where I kind of knew it was going to be part of the story. Yeah, yeah. there's no way. Yeah, uh, it just wouldn't make sense. Yeah, it wouldn't have made sense. He would have died. But what <laughs> we got, I was really happy with. Plus, we got mm-hmm. Batman cussing. Yeah, we yeah. did We did get that. And did you guys, I liked seeing Deathstroke and, and a little elongated like scene between. I did not I like seeing Amber Heard. I hate Lex Luthor, but I hate, well, not Lex yeah. Luthor, the character, but who they chose. Yeah, Jesse, I, I mean, I'm not on board. With that iteration of Lex Luthor, and maybe Diesel, you can speak to. I know that he has some comic book origins as well. Yeah, I don't like it either. I just feel like that's, that's not the one, choice. man. Yeah. I just, terrible choice. Like, we, we need a we need an older, know, more yeah. more uh, sane uh, yes. Lex Luthor. Like I get that. Like you know, 
it's very true to the comics where Superman's presence alone, he feels his uh, actual threat to the earth. And besides his other ambitions, he's like, we have to stop this guy just in case he goes, he goes nuclear on yeah. us. You know, he can flip mm-hmm. and switch. Other things can control him. Yeah. So I, I like that. I, I don't really like, I don't like the iteration of it, you know? It's, yeah. uh, I want to know I who like else auditioned for us to get stuck with Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> I'm with you. Like on Michael Sarah. Because, oh because because even in the story, like yeah. in the Nightmare Vision, I enjoy that Joker was there. Right. But in my opinion, I think Lex should have been a part of that team. Oh, yeah. And there should have been a mm-hmm. conversation. Now, I don't want Jesse Eisenberg less, Lex, but like actual Lex actual saying Lex like, yo, right. I told y'all. Like, this is what I was trying to prevent the entire time. And look it. Look it around. You know? And that yeah. would have been... An amazing sequence in my because everybody there was Batman, Joker, Deathstroke, Mira. Cyborg, Cyborg, Mira, Mira. That was it, right? And mm-hmm. Some other dude. It was a uh, uh, and Flash. Flash. Was Flash. Flash. He had a really yeah. cool Iron Man suit. Yeah, he, that's what it was. He, yeah, he yeah. got a look. Yeah. He got upgraded. He basically because they're going up the Iron Superman Flash. Now, so. <laughs> well, it was just a, well, yeah. yeah. Flash got ripped apart. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So he had to have metal. And just yeah. this is an unhinged injustice type of Superman. So it's yeah. not like he's just not going to pull back. If he grabs onto you, it's over. Like you That's will a, get lasered in your face. And, yeah. it's, and it's just a wrap. Like right. He broke. That was past his tipping yeah. point. Yeah. I and was, I don't know if you guys saw like the corpse that Superman was kind of like looking over, like was fried. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that was Lois. So like <laughs> he just. I mean, Darkseid just Omega beamed her and yeah. like it was nothing. Yeah. And that's just, it's a whole different type of, I I do wish that we can see that. I know it's probably a little graphic and we probably wouldn't see it. You mean like, what in the DC's way. known for? Just wait for Snyder Cut's director's edition when it comes out of blue. Oh, geez. <laughs> All right, y'all. The super the duper he, director. He's going to be on stream asking for suggestions. What do you want to see? Oh, her getting Mega beamed? All I right, mean, cool. Yeah. I mean, like, it could happen. Look yeah, look, could. look at the Snyder Cut. That happened yeah. because of the demand of the fans it, wanting it's more. It's going to come out on yeah. Blu-ray and there's going to be some extras, maybe some bloopers. I don't yeah. think that they're going to put it out on Blu-ray. I think nah. that's a totally different business. Like, well, where they, like, unless he puts it out on Blu-ray. Like, if he partnered up with point, the company to like put it together yeah. Yeah. I think there's more money in for him to have like you know subscribers Blu-ray is gonna be the new it. NFT for the Zack Snyder cut watch mm-hmm. there's, there's gonna be a limited mm-hmm. amount and people are gonna be like yeah I have a physical copy of the Zack Snyder I cut I am robbing somebody copy. at gunpoint and what's his name is gonna get out of prison uh, Shrelly the, the guy about the Wu-Tang oh mm-hmm. Mark oh, Shrelly yeah, yeah. Mark Shrelly. he's gonna come out and get Fuck, that don't out. let him get near it <laughs> hell no please hell no but yeah just that whole uh, nightmare scene just you're like is this gonna I, yeah. at, at one point I was like what's going on because there was no context it just kind of yeah. no, it, 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 yeah. it was literally the death stroke scene mm-hmm. and then the nightmare scene I was like wait what is this there's only like 20 minutes left see like, in, in my opinion I felt like the way that they could have led into that is to have that that uh that flash scene like of mm-hmm. him Basically, because we saw Bruce's perspective, right. right? Of Flash coming. So that so, was that Flash. So that was, oh, that Flash. that was that Flash. So he thought it was for Steppenwolf, and yes, oh. and that's what Joss took the the <clears throat> meanings and was like, okay, yeah, he thinks Steppenwolf is coming. So now this is paranoid Batman. But because they didn't put that in there, it would have been amazing to see future Flash come 
say what he had to say and run back and then like meet back in that timeline mm-hmm. and that be the transition into it. And then mm-hmm. him saying like, I sent the message and like nothing's changed. And like <laughs> it, Batman's like, damn it. Like, it, I mean, it, it didn't work. It, it really could have been Flash himself that created that whole timeline. You Absolutely. Know, yeah. Getting Batman could have been, paranoid. Yeah. And yeah. Like an him, him doing it in the first place. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's what did it. And by the way, both your name, your brother's name is named Martha. Don't kill him. <laughs> Don't kill him. Yeah. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it. I, but I I liked it. I liked his dialogue with Joker. Um, I mean, them going back and forth was great. Joker's lines of him saying, you know, sending a boy boy wonder to do a man's job. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. great. Uh, Batman saying that he that. killed Harley Quinn yeah. and like. Yeah, I, I thought I Ooh, thought it was awesome. I will fucking uh, kill you. Yeah. Like, Let's go, Ben Affleck. Uh, interesting tidbit about that part. Um, Jared Leto's Joker is wearing a shirt that says, we live in a society. And I forget the the full quote, but it has something to do like, we live in a society where people don't care about us. I, I, I forget the, the quote verbatim, mm-hmm. but um, so he took that shirt because it's really, really popular. It's images that leaked online and took that and made it into a shirt, sold it, and all the proceeds went to suicide awareness in honor mm-hmm. of Zack Snyder's daughter. Yes, yeah. one mm-hmm. Autumn, Autumn That's wonderful. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I love Jerry Little. I mean, it, it must be just uh, so yeah. re- so rewarding for Zack I mean, to get this yeah, well, together. The and get ending it song, the significance of Hallelujah, because oh, yeah. that's when I found out like he put that in there because I wasn't in there before. Um, he loved the version that this one singer sang, yeah, and that's I like his that version. That's his daughter's favorite song. Mm. And so, like when I was reading that the credits and watching, I'm like, oh, yeah, my heart streaks. No, it definitely hits more because uh, I mean I think they did a trailer with the Hallelujah. They did, yeah. And it was the everything OG was slow mo, and, and it was yeah. really cool. And yeah. that's kind of what just Snyder has a really good way of setting a tone for a movie. Like you said, three hundred. Uh, Watchmen. Probably, I love Watchmen. If, I mean, Watchmen is another really good and DC film adaptation of movie that mm-hmm. didn't get continued by DC. You know, mm-hmm. I I just I don't know. DC loves Snyder, but they're also like, nah. Snyder just has the ability to be a Feige, right? But the people that own all these things aren't giving him the tools that's mm-hmm. needed. Yeah. As yeah. to where they'll just allow him be like, you know what, fuck it, let's go for it. Yeah, you're just an employee. Like, well, you did and, a good job, on you go. Snyder costs right. them a lot of money. That's that's another thing, mm. too, because of the style of how he makes a movie. That's why they wanted Nolan to do the Batman films. But you can't do an, a, a Nolan film with any other DC character besides Batman because right. that's the most grounded character. Yeah. Right. Mm. So... It just costs a lot of money to do what Snyder really wants to do, right. you know, and bring that kind of special effects and and all of that. So I'm glad that they were able to get it done. I think it's really unprecedented. I think that um, the restore the Snyderverse campaign is um, chapter seven admirable. I think it's admirable. Right. I don't know if it's going to happen. I think it should. As far as we know, it's pretty seen, much the best thing that they got going yeah, for them. We've so they seen might as the well. Internet bully. We've seen them bully it into getting what we want. Yeah. And I think we, it, this Snyder Cut kind of showed people are willing to put up their money for the studio. And it's one of those things also where I feel like if anybody wants the job of whoever those executives are, right. if they wanted to win fans at any moment, as soon as they take the job, they're saying, hey, we're going to restore the Snyder Cut. And then everyone would Snyder be like, Bruce, yeah. 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 You know, and then you're automatically in good graces with with the public. Yeah. 
but DC doesn't do things right. I don't know if you guys saw, but Michael Keaton did a interview with Deadline. He was um, supposed to be a couple in the Flash days ago. Movie, is he not? So they weird. during DC Fandom, they showed oh the Flash is gonna have two Batman in it, and they showed Michael Keaton's Batman and, and everyone and Ben Affleck, and everyone was like, oh man, this is great. This is like an awesome story, Flashpoint, like awesome. So Michael Keaton comes out on this Deadline interview about a few days ago, and he's like, yeah, like I have to look at the script again. Like I haven't, I haven't really made a decision on whether I'm going to do it or not. Wow. And it just made me feel. I was like, "Are y'all stupid? Like, how do you announce someone with the caliber of Michael Keaton reprising of his role in Batman, Batman, and you haven't locked it in yet? Right? Like that contract would have been sealed, laminated in the desk, like lock under key. Like right. you're just not going to get to it anymore. You signed it. I also, right. I also heard he said that because of pandemic. And shooting, um, yeah, shooting coronavirus and stuff. Yeah, of like course, could have been, could have been trolling. Yeah, maybe, but I'm just kind of like, I don't think my, he just my doesn't feel is a troll. He doesn't seem like that. He would do that because he was kind of saying in the interview, like he was That's like, I could bullshit. He was saying he was like, yeah. I could bullshit you. Like I could be like, yeah, like it's gonna be great. It's gonna be all that. But on the real, I've really looked at it. And well, who is doing the Flash movie, anyways? Um, I forgot. It's it's an Italian guy. I forgot. Um, I forgot his name though. But Ezra's in it, you know. Kirstie Clemens is in it. They're going to do the Flashpoint paradox. Ben Affleck is is signed on, right? But it's like, how do you not lock in Michael Keaton before you yeah. make any sort of announcement, right? And that's the problem with DC. So now I'm worried because I'm like, any DC announcement that happens, I don't even know if you guys got the contract yet. Like, are we going to get a Static Shock movie? Are we going to get a Blue Beetle movie? Like, I would love it, but. Y'all suck at negotiating. So right. what are we well, gonna do? Well, here's another thing that we we um, we I say we take for granted is that we're we're very spoiled as comic book and sci fi mm-hmm. fans. We That's get true. everything and we want to know everything now and then. Like there's no element of surprise anymore. So I don't want to know if he's in the movie. I would like to see if it's a surprise. Yeah. Like I don't I didn't want to see Doomsday nice. in the the trailer. I didn't want to see Wonder Woman in the trailer to Donna Justice. You I know. Right. Well, it's funny because so, when you look at the BVS uh, cover. It's Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman in the middle. Yeah. So it's like, why? Yeah. Like, why do that? Yeah. You know? If it's BVS and just leave her in as a surprise, like you said, like yeah. it's a surprise. That's well, WB yeah. not having faith in their product. Yeah. Like, and that's that's the whole yeah. thing. They don't right. have faith in the characters that are so beloved. Right. And they're relying on the the shock value of announcing everything early on. And just yeah. the imagery. They're just relying on wasn't like, there, yo, we're going to put a picture and that's going to do it. Wasn't and there it's a like, Catwoman as well? Or like movie? No, no, no. No, that's like for uh, the, the, the Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. No, no, no. Uh, I thought they had introduced, it was like Anne Hathaway. Or was that? Is that was that's a Nolan. Nolan. Yeah. yeah, that was a Nolan, just, no, Nolan Batman. Ah, that was a Nolan Batman. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, was, I got it confused with this universe. So. Yeah. yeah. But so, there is going to be a new Catwoman. Yeah, and in, Zoe Kravitz. Uh, as there should be. Yes. yes. She's so, so fine. Yeah, no, I'm excited for, for what they're doing. And I think that the whole multiverse um, take is great. You know, like, yeah, use the multiverse. You have it. You have That's every theirs, character that yeah. you can do. You can do every iteration of the character. You can justify yeah. everything that's happened yeah. and say like, oh, well, this happened in this timeline and then this happened in this timeline. It'd be great, but just put some effort into it. Like, really, really put some effort into it. it. Be about have, it. Be about it. Have somebody, you know, narrate 
like there's different worlds and different universes going on. So we're not so we don't have to like rely on just you know fans in the know knowing mm-hmm. this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, would be a, the DC narrator, hmm. Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's good. Uh, Spectre maybe they would get a new or Doctor Spectre. Manhattan, yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, see that would suck if they got a new Doctor Snyder's Manhattan. And- uh, well, they could set. I mean, if they brought back Doctor Manhattan, that'd be great because um, then they can further set up like the Doomsday Clock story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that'd like, be dope. You know, that'd be dope. Give us, you know, ten years. It'll mm-hmm. be good. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So be- you know, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I think Flash is up next for this mm-hmm. universe, in particular. Right. Um, um I don't we'll know see. if they canceled it, but the New Gods was supposed to come out. And that would have been that's a whole other story yeah. too. Of bringing in Dark Side and like, yep. it would be crazy. And it was slated to be ran by uh, uh, Director Bay, as I call her, uh, Ava DuVernay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, she, actually, the like, next thing is uh, yeah. the Suicide Squad, is it not? I don't think it's in the realm though. I don't think it's. A, I think it's I don't, I don't know if it takes place in that in the universe though. Like it might be a separate well thing. I don't even think the Flash's movie because the Flash's movie is it's gonna be. But it's based off of Ezra's Flash. So I'm thinking it's going to be a sequel to... Because the Joss Whedon cut is still canon to them. Like to Warner Brothers. They're like, no, all of that that has happened. So yeah. So basically what's going to suck is we're we're going to get into the new films. I think they say that too. The whole thing with uh, Superman. Oh no, not Superman. Pretty much uh, Victor's dad dying. Yeah. You know, that never pretty much happened. And he's probably still alive. Because well, it depends he, on, he, on he survived which, in the Justice League. Movie. Depends if we oh, survive oh, okay. the Spider-Verse. Yeah. So Joss since he Whedon. survived, yeah. So since he survived in whoever survived in the Joss Whedon one, that's who's still gonna be around. Right. So there's not gonna be no Martian Manhunter. Um they might they might keep that. Honestly, man, at this point, who knows? No, I, it, they it, might keep it. As a psych, we'll I don't want to see a Martian Manhunter movie. It's just... It's oh, no, 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 no. No, no yeah. we don't, yeah, yeah, we don't need the actual... No like, we need a, a cameo movie. or two. Mm-hmm. That's, we no. can do yeah. that. That would have been a good Man of Steel too, honestly, yeah. of having him and Martian Manhunter and like that whole dealing yeah. with Martha an additional... Manhunter? Oh, come on, fam. Come on. I have a Martha too. Well... We are getting that. So let's let's give our ratings. Yeah, let's of, give our ratings. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League Diesel. What what are you rated out of ten? I give it a nine point eight. Oh, oh. there's I'm, a few things I didn't like about it, but overall, I was I was thrilled. That's the point that's, zero that's, two. That's high. That's that's yeah. super high. I give it but, an eight. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What'd you give the weed in? Yeah, I probably give that like four. Okay. Two. Two. Okay, two, two to nine point eight. Being a little generous, yeah. Four but. to eight. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting like at eight point five. At eight point five. Eight point five. Whedon, probably like a three point five four. Yeah, Whedon's a three for me, and I put this up to like a seven point five uh, out of ten, which I think is generous because yeah. the story, you know. I think I think because you you know all these stories and you're very in depth about everything. Like me, I can. I, I don't even remember the week. Yeah, I think well, for the, the contrary, casual. honestly, I, I feel like it's it's more about the structure of the story, right. where it went. Right. You know, even with the characters, because a lot of the characters were faithful. You know, like right. it's it's like Zach knows the stuff. It's just the but you, choice. Yeah. But again, you your your ratings based off of like that's how your mind functions. Mm-hmm. That's what you focus on. Me, I'm just like, this shit looks dope. I like it. I got Batman cussing. And that's why we have a great pod, guys. I just that's yeah, so diverse. I just really liked um the touch-ups a lot 
Yeah. That was like one of my favorite things. Yes. Because I mean, you know, CGI just in itself is always going to look bad because I mean, it's not real. It's computer generated, but Mm -hmm. there's like really bad CGI that you just want to turn it off and not watch it again. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think I'll ever go because I, what I was going to do is I was going to watch Snyder Cut and then I was going to rewatch the Joe Sweden. But then I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I might rewatch the Joe Sweden one just to kind of like remember what like how I, that's different what I it was. Do. I really want to do that. see the differences myself, but I just right. didn't want to put myself to that. Yeah, thing. I saw it a few weeks ago and um, it's a completely different movie. Yeah. Like I really love the Snyder Cut because it's the parts that really need to be fleshed out were fleshed out. You yeah. know, all the scenes from Superman being resurrected to, like I said, once again, 90% of cyborg scenes. Mm-hmm. To everything, you know, like, like, oh, okay, that makes yeah. sense. That's cohesive. All right. Okay. Wow. That's so crazy. We've never seen anything like this. Yeah. And, we're living in history and people are just... Well, I mean, yeah. I, I think people understand and, and, you know, shout out to all of you who campaigned for the Snyder Cut. Um you guys were looked at as being ridiculous and you held and strong look what you got us and then it started to come to fruition and we didn't we didn't believe that it was going to come all the way and and it did and it did so shout out to all of you guys you guys are great um the power of twitter fingers yes it's the real. power of twitter the power of twitter we we have seen it in full action and full fledged um before we start to wrap up definitely want to uh want to talk to you a little bit uh oh. diesel just about um about yourself your artistry you know tell some of the people what you do um you just dropped an album yes sir uh, you got the diesel cut it's like yes. the snyder cut but diesel yes yes tell, so yeah tell us I, about this i have my own no. trilogy that i am releasing this year uh mm-hmm. part one released on february 16th uh love hurts where i'm talking about all the frequencies of love and not just, you know, ah. sappy stuff, but, you know, tough Hertz. love, agape H-E-R-T-Z. love. H-E-R-T-Z. Like frequency, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, so all the different ways of it so you can really understand because I think it's the most powerful force in the universe just like in every superhero comic and story. Mm-hmm. You got yeah. Lois Lane to yeah. chill out Superman. And understand, yeah, it's like Lois is the answer. Why? Because love. Yeah. yeah. Love. I'm like, oh, really? Okay, you know, even Thanos, he did it all for love. Yeah. Love. love Gamora. Yep. Love Gamora. In the comics, he loved death. death and, you yeah. know, in the yeah. movies, like, he loved people so much, I guess. He wanted to save half of them. I killed I the other half. So much. It's a little misguided, you, but, right? you know, he meant well. Love is misguided sometimes. Yeah, you know. We all do crazy. Vader did it for love. I yeah. mean, like, it's in every story, every saga there's ever love been. Prevails. You know, the, the Bible. Every, mm-hmm. every Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, every story out there ever, the central theme is love. So I'm like, that's the biggest topic that I can go with. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make a trilogy mm-hmm. um, dealing with various facets of it. Um, I also made a director's cut of, nice. of the album mm-hmm. uh, called The Diesel Cut. In the album, I recorded a lot of commentary and like affirmations and like uh, stories about each song, and I put a lot of healing tones in there. But I turned those tracks really, really, really low. Mm-hmm. And so on this version, I'm releasing it with the songs turned down and the other parts turned up, so you can hear everything as it's fully intended wow. to go. And uh, that's really unique, man. I've never, heard, I've never heard of anything like that, seen anything like that. That's, that's awesome. He's on thank a whole other frequency. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you. So I'm I wanted to release to it in the. You know, in the week of the Snyder Cut, I'm like, well, you know, it's 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 that week, so I might as yeah. well. I'm a big okay. nerd. Let me release it coinciding with it. So it's out now. Yes. Okay. Where where can the people find it? Um, the Diesel Cut. You can find that. You know, link on my Instagram, my bio, DZYL5K1. Love hurts. You can find it on all platforms. Uh, 
probably right now, um, anywhere you can find music. It's D apostrophe Z Y L five K one. Uh, I'm got stuff all over the place. Just Google it. Um, Snapchat, Twitch, <laughs> Twitter, every social media, AsiaFriendFinder.com, LinkedIn, Deezer. <laughs> LinkedIn, like yeah, all teaser. that. I probably have an MP3.com, Napster com, <laughs> profile still. LimeWire. Is that what you just said? Yeah. Oh, okay, my fault. <laughs> find me on Snapchat, TikTok, all that. Uh, yeah, you can find it there. And uh, part two will be coming out on my birthday, June 15th. Okay. Uh, entitled Shadow Work, where we're going to go darker. That's my uh, my Empire Strikes Back. So oh, we're going to... Oh, okay. Because we had the lovey-dovey one. Now I'm like, okay, uh-huh. let's go deeper into the psychology of love. Yeah. Right? Let's go to the okay. bad parts okay. of that. You know? So then what's the name of the Return of the Jedi one? Do you have that? Can you tell us? I'm working on that still. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. Okay. All I, right. I, I go through like 500 let him, names. Let them before. pick it up. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Well, we are excited um, for, for all of that. And uh, if you had a song that you can play at the end of this podcast that you would like the listeners to listen to, what song would you play? Well, this this podcast is very dope, and I just happen to have a song that's called "You're Dope." Oh snap! That happens to feature. Okay, it has no reason Skywalker on it. Three, <laughs> three people on this podcast. Yeah, apparently it does. I mean, I could always send a a copy over to Skywalker. You can we can we mix it up and ask yeah. Skywalker. Skywalker in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be the radio host. Yeah, for sure. Hey, yo, oh, this is Skywalker. This is Skywalker. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Also featuring uh, Miss Aries K. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Shout out to Aries K. She's great. Yeah, shout nah, out to Aries we'll, K. We'll play that for sure. Yeah, Sweet. awesome. Do you guys have any uh, additional questions for Diesel? Uh, yeah. Based off of the Snyder cut, which character would you love to be Come in on, this yeah. film that mm-hmm. popped up? Oh, okay. All new ones and previous. Which character would I like to be myself? Huh. I, I surprisingly, I may pick the Flash. Okay. Because, uh, you know, I'm... Because you used to be running shit? I got a lot of things to do. And, like, I'm mm-hmm. very time conscious. I got kids. You know, I want to be in two places at once. Okay, you know, man. like, Batman, he's rich. Don't get me wrong. But he's also stressed out. Look, he's not old in those movies. Th- those are stress hairs. Right. Yeah, those <laughs> hairs are stress. Yeah, he's still, like, you know, like, late 30s, early 40s in those Poor films. Guy. He's not an old man. Yeah, I don't want to go through all that. I'm, I'm good with my budget now. So, I think, uh, I think Flash... Um, Ah, nice. Yeah, and he can he can heal himself. He has an appetite, and like he eats all those pizzas, and it does. He don't have a belly. Oh, that's you don't have a belly. That metabolism is fast, you know. So so many things that he can do. Um, Yeah, I I think it'd be fun to play around with that. Yeah, he had the least worries other than his dad. Yeah, but which he still had, and he got a good job at the end, right? He's that proud. He did. It's a foot in the door. His foot in the door. He has his foot in the door. Found the love of his life already. I mean, like, man, yeah. man's going places. Yeah. And saved her life. She's fire. <laughs> she was fire. All righty. So, anything else? I think, yeah, I think that's it for, for this episode. Uh, right. Thank you for tuning in and hearing what we had no, to yeah, say. No, yeah. Was, this is probably the longest pod we've done. No. No, we've, it's not. We've had two hour pods. Yeah. Have we? Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys for sticking around with us. This has been the longest pod we've done yeah. in a while. In a while. You're thank you to our. Guest co-star Diesel 5K1. Thank we you appreciate guys for you always. Me. Glad to finally make this happen. But also, thank you, Productive Culture. Thank you, fans, for listening in. But also, if you want to start your own podcast, be sure to hit up Productive Culture one time. Tell them the Soundflick Boys sent you. Yeah, yeah. They'll take care of you. That being said, y'all, this is A Sincere, Skywalker Mike, Norik That's Cool, and Diesel 5K1 signing off. Peace. Peace. Bye. 
I'ma touch you where I know you like it And it's clear that we're both excited I know that I ain't your type But I light up your life, be the hot of your night Take you high in the sky, we can go through the clouds You've been surrounded by hounds Don't let none of them around, just get rid of them clowns On future, let go of the past. You are so dope and past every test. But I've been strong since the first time we met. I confess, and I'm blessed to know the special soul with extra glue. You're incredible, baby. Let me know. If we can go lick up a chill so we can see how we vibe and we feel, really fulfill. Cause you're so ill. I can see it in your eyes what you're telling me. And I'm so high from your vibe, and I wanna leave. And eventually, I hope that you will see how you seem to me.